Welcome to the Joel Friday podcast, TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Welcome to the show. What's going on? You close the door. Um, bienvenido. Welcome to the show. This is the Joel Friday TV podcast. If you guys did not check out the Hake Report, which I and, and Sean and also kind of Hassan hosted that show. When I tell you it got crazy. Hassan cussed the lady out on the phone. It got deep. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but it was uh, interesting. We got into some Kanye stuff. We got into some um, all kinds of stuff. So make sure you, you podcast that later and watch this show today. It's going to be an entirely different topic. Maybe we'll touch on what we talked about in the last two hours on the Hague Report. But as of right now, we are on the Joel Friday TV podcast. Welcome to the show do me a favor, hit that like button, smack it, lay the smack down on like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Topics to be covered today. Yesterday, because now we're here Monday through Friday, 11 to 12 p.m. Pacific time. Yesterday, we talked about, I already forgot. Uh Oh, the... Surrendering to nothing, surrendering to nothing and what that means and letting go of all the thrills and all the excitement, all the emotions and and finding that true, that true light, which actually brings forth the energy to do all things um, that's far greater than the energy of the emotion. And we got into that a little bit, broke that down. Um, It was interesting. So you can watch that last week. But today we're talking about the only purpose of marriage. We're getting into only purpose of marriage. Okay, we're going to get into it. This is not talked about. Jesse touches on like part of uh, this stuff too. And I'm making a a similar point to be honest, but um, in a different way from my perspective. And um, it's just very interesting. So we are going to get in that today. Really quick before we get into that, um, do me a favor. If you can, go to buymeacoffee.com slash TV and support the show. And also, you can send questions or comments there as well, and I'll read them live on air. Um, I will make sure that I, I do my best to remember to do that while getting to your calls and covering the topics. But go to buymeacoffee.com slash TV and you can donate a donut, a donation in the form of a donut. And if that's too complicated, then you can very much go to YouTube in the chat box here and you can see a um, super chat. You can toggle the super chat button. You can send your question or comment, or you could just support the show. Your donations are appreciated. Um, we're just doing our best to make it work, make the show function. So everything, all your support is helpful, and we're grateful here at the JLP Network. So um, buymeacoffee.com/joelfridaytv or a direct super chat. Um, here on YouTube as well. Amazing. You can call in at 888-775-3773, and we can talk about the topic at hand or previous shows or anything you want to get off your chest. You can call in and do that here on the show, and we can get into it. 888-775-3773. All right? Amazing stuff. Let's get right into it. Let's not waste any more time. How you doing, chat? Hope y'all are well. Um, so you've heard it said before. We we see people all the time. We see marriages. We see people getting married. We see people getting divorced. We see all these things, right? We see what may seem like a happy marriage, and we see happy marriages too. We see it all. But I think that what's not talked about is the understanding, like, the purpose of marriage, why people get married, why we should get married, right? What does it even mean, right? I've talked to a lot of people about this, and a lot of people tell me that it's just a certificate, right? All it is is a piece of paper, and they don't believe in it, so they never get married, right? Or they get married because they've been taught this intellectual idea about marriage and they think that that's going to make things better in a relationship, right? Or solidify something. 
And those are all for the false reasons. But, um, you know, people get married and some people don't. And I was just thinking myself, and I've never seen marriage in my household ever. I had one uncle that got married, and I've seen him with his wife my entire life. Other than that, everybody in my immediate household has all been single. All I know is single life. I don't know relationships. I don't know none of that stuff. The only reason why I know a little bit about them now is because I've been in some, um, but not many. I've been in one real relationship and um, while in my adulthood, and it was actually pretty recent, and it, that taught me a lot. But just hearing advice from other people and um, talking to my uncle who's been married for 30-plus years and just, you know, listening to Jesse's message, that's what actually really turned me on to the idea of marriage was from Jesse Lee Peterson. He really helped me understand what it really means to get married, right, and what that means and and you know, help me make sense of it. So over the, over time, I've had this new desire or new perspective of marriage that makes me appreciate it more and, and desire it, um, you know, hopefully in a proper way. So I realized that there's only, there's only a specific purpose of marriage. And I have a scripture to back it up. And that doesn't mean that it's true because there's the scripture, right? But it just made sense with, with the point I wanted to make. But you've heard it said before that um, when you get married, you want to make sure um, you're, you're finding your soulmate and it's the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and that um, to death do you part and all these things. You heard all these words, right? And then you heard that marriage is a is a, a beautiful thing and it's great and it is, but I think we've been taught the fluffy version of marriage. And there's two two reasons, in my opinion, why I think marriage is even exist, right? And one of it is you heard by Jesse Lee Peterson. He says that um, to make babies, right? To make babies, he says the only reason why. You get married is to make babies. And I agree. I think that's that's a big part of the reason why you get married is to to make babies. But I want to add to it as well is I think that another reason why another the second only purpose for marriage is to release your passions, your emotional needs with somebody you trust. Now, that sounds probably sounds very liberal. Probably sounds very, I don't know, but it's the truth. The The two reasons to get married is to make babies, in my opinion, and to have somebody to release that passion, that, uh, that, that burning desire within you with somebody you trust so you're not out just doing it a bunch of random people. Those are the only two reasons. And we think it's because love and union and, and all that stuff – it's not about love and union. It's about being able to properly um, deal with life in the proper way. God designed a proper way within marriage to be able to still overcome these lustful desires with somebody you trust and it's not sinful, right? And in the process of it, Obviously, we get we you can make babies, you can have children and you can meet somebody who you actually truly trust and get along with. And you guys can have a great connection and a good friendship that lasts till death do you part. And that's a great thing. So marriage is not bad at all. Right. But I want to quote the scripture that Apostle Paul, I think it was, wrote this in First Corinthians seven, eight through nine. So that way you guys can go look it up if you don't believe me. But he says in his writings, he says, Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say this. It is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And I just thought that was deep because I agree. 
I agree. Some people have the capacity. Some people are able to, that that's not like a thing for them. Like the lustful desire, they're not burning to like be with women or like their, their eye is not out of control, right? Some people have that, that control. That's a strength for some people. And for me, um, for example, like when I stopped drinking, that was easy to let go, right? When I stopped smoking, that was easy to let go because I was only doing it to have fun and enjoy myself, but it wasn't like a thing, right? So I could let those things go easily. So I believe Paul was speaking to the people who can let go of those things easily and overcome and um, have the will to stay on the course and, um, and be better off, right? And do what you have to do. Some people have that will. Now, there's also some people who do not have that, that will. They have that thorn in the flesh where they have those burning desires. And if they're not married, it gets uh, expressed in different ways whether it be pornography, whether it be having sex with a bunch of women, all kinds of different ways because it's a burning desire, right? That I'll take it deeper. It has to do with anger and all that stuff, right? But as we're overcoming, um, it's not always easy to have that self-control. You know what I mean? And there comes a point where we have to be honest with ourselves, And that's what I had to do is like, okay, be honest with yourself. Who knows what tomorrow is going to bring? Who knows what is going to happen to me next? Um, but I see what Paul means by if you're burning with passion, marry. But I also see that um, if you're not, don't. You know what I mean? I know what he means by that. But I just want to give you guys a couple of examples. And then I'm going to probably get to some calls here early um, of like why um, it's better to to marry and why it's okay to marry and um involve yourself with another person than um it is to just be promiscuous and um i realize this is callers just wait one second i'm gonna get to you right now is the reason why the scripture is what it is is that from when you have sex you're not supposed to have sex with random people. And then most people know that deep down, you know that something's off here. But the reason why you don't is because sex clouds judgment, period, period. Whether it's within marriage, whether it's without marriage, sex clouds judgment. The reason why is because it amplifies your emotions. It amplifies your emotions because it's coming from the ego. It amplifies those false emotions. When those false emotions are amplified, then those lies in your mind, those emotions latch onto, and then they just take you everywhere, all over the place. For example, when those false emotions are amplified and you see a pretty girl, it's like you go crazy, right? Typically. And the reason why that is is because that ego is inflamed. That ego is, is alive. You're, you fed that ego in that moment. And the reason where how it becomes problematic is that when you don't know the person and you don't trust the person, you don't know this person, what it does is like, it, like I said, when it clouding your judgment, you can't think straight. You can't see straight, right? And you're thinking things that aren't true. Now you're wondering if they're talking to other people. Now you're wondering what, what, um, what their phone looks like. You want their password. Now they're cheating all these things happen because these emotions become tied together, right? And they're creating these false ideas. And when you don't trust a person, you're leaving the enemy a playground to make these false accusations for you to believe. Am I making sense here? So that's why you're supposed to wait for marriage because you want to build a foundation of friendship there. So you know that person, that person knows you. So there's not a, so that way when you guys are married and you guys do have sex, or I already said it, but when you guys do lay down with each other, then um, that, and you're releasing that, those passions, right? You're releasing those passions. Then um, your judgment isn't affected in the sense of that you're not worried. You don't have those extra challenges now. Is he cheating on me? Is he doing this? 
Are they, is he looking here? You won't have to worry about that. Why? Because you know your husband, you know your wife. You know that that's not who they really are. You know that they wouldn't do that. So that's why it's okay to do those things when you're married and not when you're not married. Because you don't know that person, they don't know you, and then Satan is like, he's he's a cheater. He's just like all other men. He's just like that. And he'll give you these lies. And that all comes from, stems from that overly desire of uh, passion and emotions that are like on a hundred that make you believe things that aren't true. So you're supposed to do your best to keep those under wraps at least until you get married. And when you get married, you can release it, but you'll be marrying a person that you trust and they won't judge you or at least it won't be so much of a challenge, right? You're obviously still going to have some challenges. It's not going to be perfect, but you'll be in a way better situation And then you could slowly over time after you had enough babies and you do all the things you want, you'll be able to overcome. But the ideal way of living is strictly from the spirit, the spirit of God. And the spirit of God has no lust, it has no emotions, has no sexual desire. It's all life and all light, brother and sister. That's what the spirit of God is. And all human beings are are meant to get to that point. And in heaven, I believe, in that heaven, and it can happen on earth too, but in heaven, there's no brother and sister. It's just brother and sister. And from that perspective and that point of view, everything's clear. Everything makes sense. Everything is in alignment. Everything is love. But obviously from our past and the things we've been through and our traumas, we have these passions here that need to be released. Isn't that a mess? What a mess. So if you're going to get married, just keep in mind that marriage is not this expectation of what you think it's going to be. All it is is are you going to be able to be with somebody who you truly trust and you have a, a real friendship with Because keep in mind, when that feelings, those feelings die, you're stuck with a person forever that you want to make sure you're okay with being with forever. You know what I mean? So if you're going to get married, keep in mind, it better be your best friend. So that way, when you guys both overcome, you can still deal with that person. Because the only purpose of marriage, in my opinion, make babies and to help you Go through the process of overcoming your emotions. That's deep. I'm in the show right there. Now nah, I'm playing. But let me know what you guys think about that. You know what I mean? And somebody, Nugget Man says, best friend. It was a bunch of laughing emojis. <laughs> it better be somebody you get along with. You don't got to use the word best friend. That make you feel weird. If that make you feel less of a man, nugget man, don't use best friend. Even though it means the same thing as whatever manly word you want to attach to it. Do your thing. But that's just my point. Let me get to some calls real quick. And then I'll get to some super chats and buy me a donut. Amazing. Uh, Steve. Our friend Steve wants to talk about the topic at hand. Steve. Oh, shoot. You good? I'm good? Oh, no. Steve, you're on the show. Welcome. You're on the air. Welcome to the show. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you clear. Nice. Awesome. So with this topic, because it kind of ties into the, the other show you were just on, which is, so what do you think about the scripture in Genesis 1 about being fruitful and multiplying? Beef. So what's the full scripture? So that's just the, what, what does it say? What's the context of it? Do you know? Uh, if you give me a second, I can pull it up. Um, but basically, it's yeah. just, you know, after God, I think it was before the fifth day, but God was basically saying, I've created this, done this, I've given you to subdue every beast in the land, and then go out, you know, be fruitful and multiply. Because I've heard this scripture yeah. get tossed around so much in Christianity about, this is why we need to go out and have babies and do this and this and that. But yeah. the only reason why I called back is because it hit me in the moment. Like, and that's why I looked it up. 
that yeah. commandment was said before the fall. So before the fall. there was definitely a way to reproduce and, you know, be fruitful mm. and multiply, which was already from the spirit, which was already from that oneness place before the fall happened. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Interesting point. Yeah. Interesting. Meaning that there was a pure way to go about it without it being what it is today. You're thinking. Right. And I'm, yeah. And that's why I'm kind of, I'm thinking about this now, which is, yeah. I think people, they're too attached to the biology inside of them. And this is what was kind of that conversation before and what you were kind of saying on your show now, which is you get so wrapped up in that. But when you do see it for what it is, you kind of, I think, I don't know what the return to it actually is. I think that's where it's going to from like what you were just saying in your, you know, in your monologue, but it's just all spirit. See it for what it is. It really is the right way. What do you mean by see it for what it is? So like, um, where this so you just you you like looking at women you know right. like you just said you you get using what you were saying is that you you see them you lust after them and then that goes away and you're left with the emotions and the attachments to everything else right but that's those are spiritual issues that you're not aware of right whereas if you're already one with god and you're walking in the present with them and he's leading you if that's what he has designed for you yeah that you'll go and you'll find the right woman to be able to reproduce uh, with again and do that. Interesting. So you just made a great point that I want to expand on that I just that just dawned on me right now. If we were actually, and let me know what you think about this, if we were actually walking in the spirit and walking in the light of God, he wouldn't lead us to a woman. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing is that not that, not that he's not, he doesn't add a woman onto you, but I mean like the way you just described it, saying walking in the light of God, in the light of God, everyone is brother and sister. And the only reason why um, God does add a woman to us or add a woman to us that ends up, let's just say that we marry and to death do you part, is because he knows that in our heart it's going to be a struggle for us to overcome the lusting. But we are still in that fallen nature, even if we desire to be with a woman in the first place. There is that's still a fallen part of us that has that desire because the only reason why we want them and want to be with them is for lustful purposes. Even if it's not actual sex, it could just be for to avoid being alone, even though we don't say this consciously, right? But to just have somebody to talk to, all these weird things, those are because of that fallen nature. So, yeah, there. if we were walking straight in the light, I don't think we would— um, Want a woman. What do you think? I agree with you. And that's actually something I've friends have been asking me. I've been thinking about that. I don't have a desire necessarily to get married or even want a woman for marriage. But let, let me ask you this. Because yeah. do you think that when you start walking into the light, you know, because we're, you know, we, in a way we're supposed to be responsible for sharing the message and being that example. Um, we're not responsible for others' message. But do you think that in a way God adds, quote unquote, like, spiritual sons and daughters into your life in which you can steward and help guide them in the right way so that if they are still in the, you know, in relationships and marriages and they're trying to have children and all that, you could at least be that example. And I think that's almost like Jesse's life to a T. Yeah. He's had all these, you know, individuals added to his life, both male and female. And he's kind of like that spiritual father, not in like the true Godfather right. sense, but you know, in an earthly sense, he's able to have, all these spiritual sons and daughters. And I think if you let go of the idea of marriage, that can help bring more fruit through your, into your life. If that makes sense. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I agree. I, letting that, that's the, that's the whole, I think that's important. What you just said right there is letting go of the idea of marriage, meaning like letting go of the idea that, um, let God's life lead you. And of course we have these desires and these wants and we, you know, people want to get married and stuff like that, but we shouldn't hold on to it. We should just trust that whatever God has in store for us is better for us. But, and like you just said, in all things, God will add people onto your life, whether it be for relationship purposes or just, just um, friendships, connections, just so you can be a light in their life or vice versa. So I do think God will add all things and we should just let God add all things and actually not even try to put, a title on it. So I agree. I agree with that. Nice. Yeah, that, that was all I was saying because I'm kind of going into the territory because, like, this is kind of fresh for me. So I don't want to 
start blabbering and I'm, I'm trying to catch myself because yeah. I want to say a hundred things. So, well, so I'm going to just leave it here and let it, well, let it be. What is it? What is that like? So what is that? How does that relate to your life? Meaning like, are you saying that you see that happening in your life or people are being added to it and you're not so much worried about marriage or are you looking to get married? I, so I don't, I'm not looking to get married because okay. where here's, here's how I see it. Okay. I, I've been in relationships. I've done that. I've, you know, I've done all those things, and now that I see it, it's why I was in those things in the first place was because I was trying to get something from it to yeah. fill a void. You know, the, the things yeah. everybody kind of goes through, but yeah. I realized talking to people who want to get married and they have that deep desire, they, and I ask my Christian friends this, you know, they'll say, well, God said be fruitful and multiply. And they always keep bringing that up, like, we're supposed to have babies. Yeah. Like it's the, there was a tweet yeah. I saw from Chick on Twitter— she basically said, um, I forgot who her name was, but she said, if you're a guy over 35 and you're a Christian, call yourself a Christian and you're not married and you, you know, there must be something completely wrong with you. Right. It's like, why, why does marriage have to be the ultimate sacrament of a Christian? Exactly. The to standard. show that they, you, get, you know what I mean? Yeah. A hundred percent. I think it's just, it's crazy. But it's a setup too. It's also... It's a setup because um, people also want to feel good about being needy and feel good about like, like uh, praising the idea of these these things, marriage and and like you said, marriage is not marriage is not a bad thing, but you can easily get caught up in praising it. But people f- make themselves feel better by saying, "Well, it does say be fruitful, multiply," and they just use that as like an ammo thing to like justify, you know, their wrongdoing. But that's just false things that that we've been taught and I don't even quite know what that even means to be honest. When you ask me that, I'm like, okay, I know that's in the, the first Testament and, or the, the, the old Testament. And I've heard that so many times, but I never even to this day really know and understand that scripture. And Nick is saying really quick before I let you go, Nick is saying God told those people at that time to be fruit, fruitful. And not basically saying not necessarily meaning that um, that that relates to today, but I think that's a saying. And when people say it, they're only using it for the not for the right way, just for the the agenda behind it. If that makes sense. No, I I'm I'm on the same page with you about that for sure. Yeah, man. But I, man, I appreciate it, Steve. Thank another deep uh, perspective uh, on the Hick Report and uh, Joel Friday TV. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Call me call me again. No, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. All right, bye. Right on. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's also the Old Testament. That's also the Old Testament, too. Be fruitful, multiply. And I think that, and it's not even take it out of context and say that you shouldn't be fruitful and multiply. It's not like a negative thing. Come in, though. Come in, though. Um, it's not even a negative thing. You know what I mean? Be fruitful and multiply. If that's what you're in, God will add all things. And if God adds it, what makes people think that it's not from God? You know what I mean? What makes people think that, oh, okay, well, because I heard Christians also say that that it's not, you're not the best you can be if you are married. You know what I mean? God has ordained it in such a way, knowing human beings' heart, knowing human beings' heart, he ordained it in such a way to where if we end up getting married, he can bless it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that there's value. Is, is, and I think that it's, there's value in getting married and there's value in um, being single. Both. But you want to make sure you're doing it in the right way. I want to get the, the anchor baby's perspective, Nick's perspective on, uh, on, uh, at the topic at hand. Marriage? About marriage, yeah, and hey, then the purpose of marriage up? and all that stuff. My move to the Thanks. left, maybe. Oh, okay, there we go. Right here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, marriage. I mean, pretty interesting topic. I can't say I'm an expert, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not married, but. But I know you had said. Oh, you know, you were talking about be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, we hear that a lot. That? I never really, but I literally just thought this today. Yeah. Because you said, well, what's in the context? I'm like, yeah, that's right. I've never opened it up and it's like yeah. oh that's Genesis and I'm thinking God just created the darn thing he's he's telling yeah. those people to multiply I stuff I mean not saying that we shouldn't but 
yeah. it's interesting people apply it at the wrong time, maybe. Do you think that God created um, the sex or like the, the sex thing, in your opinion? What does that mean? Like, like he, th that's the function. Like the, the, right. To make the babies. But like, do you think that it's like, um, how do I say it? That sex is from God, is of God. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't, I really can't say I know because I don't want to say anything about yeah. marriage, like as if I'm coming from a place yeah. like I totally understand it. Yeah. I just have like inklings, like yeah, thoughts yeah. and ideas about it. Like, yeah. it's just seems to be the most natural way. Yeah. It's like how God is the father and there's a relationship there. It seems to be like, that's like the most natural way to represent that relationship yeah. on earth yeah. with yeah. family and kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I really haven't thought of it. I can't think of anything besides that r that's real t to me. To do and I don't do even that. know if that's yeah. if I yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. Like but that it, it makes sense. But what about marriage itself? Do you do you see yourself how do you see yourself when it comes to marriage? Do you do you desire marriage? Whether No, I've never really desired it. I've, it, I've always been like uh I for a long time I'd be like I'm not getting married. I'm not going to have kids. Yeah. But yet I find myself with someone and, and I'm like, oh, I see the possibility, especially now. I, I totally see that as more of a possibility and a, yeah, uh, yeah. And maybe even a desire to be fair. Uh, okay. Maybe even a yeah. desire. Yeah. I see myself with some Bambinos. I think I might be <laughs> an all right, an all right, yeah. all right. Yeah. But, um, I guess to expand a bit on what you're talking about, you mentioned, you said, uh, Oh, the purpose. Oh yeah. You were saying the purpose. Yeah. Um, like the lust thing, right? Yeah, you're you're mentioning the lust thing, and I remember reading something about like if you're gonna burn or something like that, get yeah. married. Yeah, but I'm thinking like, like that's just like, uh, that's just like uh, the basic state of marriage. Like all people will be dealing with their fire if yeah. they get married, whether they even know they're yeah, doing yeah. it or not. Yeah. I don't know if I would go around telling them, go do it for that reason. Right. Because that's like what you're going to do already. Right. Exactly. exactly. If you like, if you get in your head like, yeah. okay, I need to get married for that reason to, to, yeah. to, to, so that I may not burn. Yeah. You're going to, I think you're going to pick out random, too. you're going to yeah. pick a weird, you're going to have a, and I think a you're going to have a hard time. Situation. It's going to yeah. be a hard time. That's true. And you can't lean on just because you tough. know that you're burning. Just because you know you have a burn doesn't mean now, like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I need to lean on. I got to burn, so I got to hurry up and marry type thing because you end up in a wrong situation. Especially because you read it somewhere. Exactly. And yeah. so it's just it's just like a true thing that was in the Bible, I think. But, yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, like, like be fruitful and multiply. Another yeah. true thing, but then people read it and go like, yeah. it's talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Let's make go. it happen. Let's do it. Hassan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, do you, do you desire to get married? Or are you uh, chilling? Yeah, I don't desire it, but yeah, that's to my point. You know, Paul giving bad advice again there, and that's <laughs> that's uh, that's my point. I mean, oh, like, you, you oh, can like, really you wasn't that, wrong. Wait, you can't even that, give worse advice than that. Just for, the people, just for the people, so it's clear. <laughs> you think that Paul that Paul is wrong for saying you should not get married? No, that's good advice. But the oh. advice right after is potentially the worst advice in human history. That if you get. Uh, you can get married if you have a burning desire. If you're desire. burning in lust. Oh, okay. Okay. I, get married. Why? Why is that Because bad? of what Nick just said. That's probably led to us, our generation, being the orphans of divorce. Like, think about our generation. We, we don't want to get married, really, because not all, not all, not all, yeah. but a lot have been products of divorce or a broken family, specifically in our generation, it's been like it's skyrocketed. You right, know what I mean? Right. Just based off statistics. So right. like, this is my opinion, y'all. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. And um, so that's led to a lot of us to be like hopeless. Like, well, yeah. there's no point. So, and I think a lot of people, not saying that it was Paul's fault, but I'm just right. saying, like, even in the hippie era, that was the vibe. Like, oh well, we're just burning in lust. Let's yeah. just get married. And yeah. it leads to like what Nick said. If that's you're not, true. if you're not going to deal with it on your own. That's Just true. because you're getting married, do you think that the fire is going to go away? The hell, the, or whatever's going on? That's it doesn't the alternative. Make it, so, sorry, yeah, sorry, no, that's man. that's pretty much it. That's and that's why I jokingly say that he gives <laughs> a lot of bad advice, and that being <laughs> primarily the worst. Well, you know, I'll go ahead. I'm go sorry, ahead. man. No, go it's ahead. Just like, um, uh, yeah, I, I just that's kind of how I see what Paul was saying, essentially. 
he's just because what's the alternative to what you're saying is okay well then just burn with lust like an animal with random people and blah 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 it's like yeah. you're gonna do that right I think that's that's as, as deep as I see is what he was saying like yeah I don't even I maybe I haven't even read it so what the hell do I know but it sounds to me like it wasn't advice he was just saying like like that's just what's gonna happen yeah. like that's what yeah. you do you're gonna burn yeah but if you're gonna burn why be an animal with all this stuff yeah. Burn with the one with one, and one person, yeah. I don't know. I don't even understand that fully. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's hear what Robert has to say about uh Robert wants to talk about it as well. Let's hear what Robert has to say. Out of Kansas. Welcome to the show. You're on the air, Robert. Hey, hey Joel. Uh wanted to address your uh topic and then also I had a show idea if we get to it. Nice. Go um, ahead. Of course, uh marriage, you know, um, when you have a union of a masculine and feminine, you create new life. This is unlike any other union on earth. And the religious men who um, have written the books of our religions, they have noticed the reality that we live in, that there's things that God had designed, and that's how they work. And if a man and woman were to form a union and then remain together, something that they labeled marriage, and they were to raise those children up and teach them uh, in in the ways that they knew best, that that formed a better human being, and that human being would then form a better society. And they noticed this. It wasn't that the religious men of the day just made it up, that they are going to create an institution of marriage right they saw the reality of god's design right and that if men and women do that for their children those children become better people and so it, a lot of religion is just intelligent men yeah observing god's creation and how things work such that they can then help their brothers and sisters Get to a better place. Now we can all yeah. run around like animals. We can produce life physically. We can lust. We can. All of us can do this. This is not anything hard. What's hard is to remain loyal to your feminine, remain loyal to your masculine, such that you create this existence. That's what's difficult, and that's why. They have codified the reality of life into their religious text. They didn't make it up. It's just reality. Right. And that's, that's the purpose of marriage is that if you were to do these things, they notice that it creates a different existence for mankind. Interesting. You make some great points, Robert. Um, I'm going to, just because of time here, uh, I'm going to hang up with you, but I'm going to expand on that point with, with um, Nick Bassan maybe here. But thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. Very insightful. All right, Joel. I had a show idea. Oh, yeah. If you don't have time, I understand, brother. R- really quick. If you can make it really quick, okay, no problem. Really quick. Really quick. I noticed that there's a very variety of intelligence on the show, whether it be you or Hake or everyone's very different. Yeah. But I tell you what, my man Hassan is a very smart Arab. Okay? I agree. And if you can figure yeah. out a way to light the emotional energy under that man, his brain just comes alive. Light the emotional so, energy under. Well, and you don't have to do that with Hake. But if you do it with Hassan, like you could have a six-hour show, and you guys could just step back and watch him run. No, that's uh, yeah. All right, brothers, y'all have a good day. Uh, I appreciate it, Robert. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. But I'm banned. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Joel. Don't say that. Love you, brother. You're a part of Bond. Have a good one. Just just showing you love, and you you're you're part of the board. You get to comment. Don't say that. No, I'm just I'm just addressing his uh, request. Anyway, (laughs) so really quick. Um, what do you guys think about what um, Robert had to say about? I don't know if you caught all that. And, that why yeah. does he sound? Why does that sound correct? You're right. The reason I say why is because it just if that sounds so correct, like it seems like 
there really is there's there, people got ideas but only some work and it seems like marriage is the one i wish that i could tell you guys with certainty and like and you would see it the deepness of it you know when yeah. you know something and you just could talk about it yeah i, I just feel like that's correct but i can't yeah. tell you yeah. with certainty i can't tell you with like I guess I got married or something. No, no, <laughs> I'm not. T- no, that's not advice, right? But I know what you're saying. But that's he makes but it a good. Seems right. It makes a good point because this is, this is not a thing that was like just said and people just took a risk and was like, well, let's just find out. It was more so of like this is like what they realized, and we've seen if you actually look at the, you don't even have to look at the numbers. See, I know a lot of people get stuck stuck on the numbers and stuff like that. You don't have to look at the numbers. Families are better. Rate, children are better raised when families are intact and the, the mother, like Robert said, I mean, the, the father is held to his masculinity. The woman is held to her femininity. They work together and it doesn't mean that he has to be too masculine, she has to be too feminine and we just got to get... No, you work together, you learn from each other and the roles are already set up. God has the roles already set up and when we fall in those roles, everything makes more sense and everything falls into alignment. So... I agree 100% with what Robert is saying, and he's a perfect—the point he made also is perfect in in that marriage is not um, second class to being single. And I used to think that. I used to think that I'll be a better Christian if I'm single and I I just do God's work, right? But it's also godly to be married. It's also godly to be married. The point is, is to overcome, but it's also to have babies and have a family. So anyway, Hassan, any, any words on that? Yeah, I think Robert, that was very uh, insightful and interesting. And I actually agree. He actually changed my opinion a little bit. I agree with that because it, it's interesting. It makes sense that kind of what he's saying is like, well, yeah. And I guess the Paul justification is that it's better to not have children out of wedlock. It's better to at least have it under the umbrella of marriage. But it still just doesn't seem like um, that should be the message. It should be more about what Jesse says, that we should overcome it completely and then not get an identity so you can just marry for not for an identity or the wrong reason and then create in the pure, in the pure state. So it should have been explained more, like how yeah. Jesse explains it, <laughs> than how Paul just says, well, it's best not to be married, <laughs> but if you just have to, if you're just burning the lust, yeah. go ahead. It just it leads it leads you astray. Even that's better. Question, but it leads me to question too. It leads me to question though. At the same time, it's like, here's the thing: is that if you fully overcome, there is is there. I don't know. I haven't been married. Is there even marriage a thought? Is marriage even even in the equation yeah. after you fully overcome? Probably you know I mean? not. Probably but not. but but then it should be your responsibility as a Christian to then say, well, I'm not doing this out of a necessity or trying to fill a void. I'm full, I'm whole, I'm with the Father, but in right. order to now raise a Christ-like um, light into the world, oh, now man. this is what I'm going to do because it's my duty as a man to just do this. But I'm not doing it out of a necessity or uh, right, filling right, a void right. to be with God. Right. So I think that that should have been more clarified. And I think a lot of Fair things enough. that Paul said leads people astray. So anyway. Do you think you could do that? You think they could do that without having a void or, or what you're talking about? And what I mean by that is getting married and having kids. Without having a, what do you mean? You're saying, uh, you're saying you become fulfilled and then you do it for the, you do it not because you need to fill, you know, get married and all that, to fill a void and all that. Instead, you do it, I guess, I forget what you said, like Christ, you do it because it's the right thing. It's Christ-like. But let's say you're already that. Would you get married? Like how we keep coming to that? I don't know if you would. Well, that's what After I'm saying. I think it's like, I see it kind of like After this. This is just my head canon. This is just stuff I've thought about, like yeah. I made up. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, how, this is my like story in my head. This is how I see it. The masses of the world, they're, most are not going to get it. And God knows that. And yeah. so they're like the baby makers. They're going to baby oh. make. And all people will baby make and all that. Yeah. But, but let's, can yeah. we all agree? If you're married, Man, you're kind of one percent. You're at some percent. You're a simp somewhat, and that's okay. Right. right. Yeah. Let's be real. But, the, the the alphas, which most people right. will be, maybe eventually after your marriage. Yeah. You, is the are the monks are the monks the unmarried monks who did yeah. it for real all the way? <laughs> Am yeah. I making any sense? No. <laughs> no. I get, I get, real quick, I just those say, definitely have crossed the mind for sure. <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. But 
and I agree with that, but I think that kind of goes back to the politics thing where Christians say, oh, well, as Christians, you shouldn't get involved in politics. Let God's will be done. He'll handle it all. Don't get involved. Right. That's a pump fake so that only non-Christians, a.k.a. we know who, uh, <laughs> uh, make laws that are non-Christian <laughs> in the country. So, no, Christians need to be involved in politics, and we need to be making kids so that there could be Christ-like lights and in the think, world. And I do think that there's a possibility to get married consciously, and even though you know that you still have this lustful desire, this burn, but you're still conscious of the burn. And I think consciousness of the burn, um, you don't necessarily have to be overcome that burn, but consciousness of it is still in a better light than unconsciousness of it while getting married. And I feel like you'll be better off conscious in that burn, having a family, maybe simping a little bit, but also, so right. but there's respect, even with the little simp here and there, whatever the case is, the point is that she respects you, you respect her. So, I think you're so right. Like, I'm so much, I'm just thinking about myself and I'm way better off, like, uh, like I'm trying to give you guys an example. Like I'll look at myself and be like, "Oh dang, that was so that's so that's so funny that's so simpy or whatever." But like I'm way better off like that. I'm making sense, like because yeah. I can call myself that. Yeah, you can, I, like, you can recognize it. Like, I don't know. Recognizing it. I'm rambling now. <laughs> uh, Rick, let me go to uh, Jesse's advice is better than Paul's on this one. <laughs> Overcome the burn completely. Interesting. Fair enough. Uh, Rick, you have two minutes, maybe even less. Make it brief, Rick, and um, get to uh, the point as quick as possible. Rick, here we go on the air. Hey, Brother Joel, I'm about to get my point through, man. Hey, I was hearing some, um, dang, um, Jesse, Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed this guy before, Philip Scott, and I heard him complaining that the Asian was getting upset because blacks was getting, they were thinking blacks was getting free college. And, um, he said since they all uh, raised, you know, was raised and saying, yeah. now they're saying that whites can get uh, free college. But, man, it's like everybody pays for college, man. <laughs> it's not free for anyone. So what are you saying? Someone's going to pay for it, yeah. And, and, and what I'm saying is um, the Asians, well, Philip Scott was saying that the Asians are upset. They're thinking that blacks are getting college free without paying for it. Oh. So the Asians complained about it, and then now – as a result of that, he was uh, talking about whites can uh, take advantage of it because of what the Asians complaining about. And um, you know, what I, don't, I don't think no one goes about, to college free. No man, yeah, no. What's he's talking about on that? affirmative action and just like giving people free stuff, but it's never free. That's what he's talking about. Someone's paying uh, for it. So you're saying that 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 the I don't quite really know what you're saying, Rick. Sorry. Um, the Asians, the Asian community was saying that blacks was getting free college through a front of action. Right. And are they mad about so, that? Or and they want it free? Well, yes. Yeah, now, that was Philip Scott said that they was mad about that. But, uh, um, I and do you think they're, they're right to be, well, no one should be angry, but do, do the Asians have a point here? Yes, they do. I mean, if, if blacks getting it free, why can't we get it free? Uh, okay. And to me, yeah. College is overrated anyway. Now, there are some jobs that need college. Oh, I get that. But now it's like the high school is pushing college instead of trade school, military, or other options. Right. It's pushing college so hard. And so that kicks the that, – that I believe that drives the price of college, y'all, because the demand is so high for college. Right. Not to mention the whole thing is di- uh, diluted because do these right. universities know? Like They must know that – they're just pumping out a bunch of dummies. Yeah. They must know. I think they, they know. know. They got they got all the they got all the degrees. They're the money making degrees. They're yeah. like, okay, we'll just pump this out to idiots yeah. who want to have the college experience. Yeah. And then we have the elites degrees, the, yeah. the degrees that matter. And they're watching those. Who gets yeah. those? Yeah. Who gets the? the people know, <laughs> you know what, what they're mean? doing. There's people who know what they're doing. But thanks, Rick. I wish I had more time to get into it so I could fully understand oh, what no you're problem, saying. But hey, love y'all, man. All right, thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rick. Got to end the show. Thanks, Nick, for coming in. Um, oh, thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, Asan, for coming in as well and doing the board. Amazing stuff. I got to end the show. Amazing three hours. Shout out to Hig again for uh, allowing um, uh, Sean and I to fill in. Amazing stuff. Until next time, uh, Nick is coming in right now. The American Anchor Baby Show is up next right now. So make sure you click over to his channel. And he got another good show coming up as well. 
So we got to end. Until next time, y'all, see you next week for me. Bye. Bye.